All right, and we are back with another edition of It's, it's a, a Hank thing. thing. And of course, in studio, we got a full studio we, here. This is the. Uh-huh. I walked in and I was like, holy cow. Okay, Fully. we don't have any more chairs. <laughs> we ran out of mics too, so that, that's how you know it's a lot of people here in uh, studio for um, the It's a Hang Thing podcast. Of course, we have in studio Four Piece Band. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, guys. Of course, uh, we got the boys here. Hey, go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, we got uh, Nick. Oh, well, Chris. Oh, Chris. Um, I'm the manager of Four Piece. It's all good, dude. Me and my brothers all look the same. If you see us, <laughs> dude, just say hi. When you introduced him as Nick. <laughs> I was like, yeah. he looks a lot like Nick. Yeah. I'm looking at him, I was like, but that's not no, I, I think it's just uh, me and my four brothers have that strong sausage yeah. jeans. We all look exactly like my dad. So, But we don't bite. Just say hi. It's a nice smile. We're, we're friendly. Yeah. My bad, bro. That's okay. <laughs> JC, play keys and sing. Freddy, I play drums and I sing. Zach, I play bass and sing too. What right, up, Zach? Thank you guys so much for stopping by. Um, let's uh, let's start with you know let's go back in time, man. Uh, four piece band, uh, how it all started. Because um, we guys first, cause I believe you guys uh, were the second band to ever play on live local Fridays. All right. Wow, um, that's you really guys, way these back guys, in time. This, these guys play right in, in the lobby. All wow. right. I don't know if you remember. You guys played <laughs> yeah. in the lobby, Absolutely. and then Burger right King after, sponsors. yes, yeah. Yeah. and then right after that, yeah. right after that, they said, they said, "Yo, you got to move this somewhere because you guys are one bothering the guests coming in." Oh, we had a whole set in the lobby. People were just like standing around, like, "Yo," in the KUAM lobby. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right outside. Yeah. See, this is before I even joined the team. I didn't even know Live Local Friday was happening right there. Oh, Live Local Friday went wow. back. And these guys are oh, wow. the second band to ever yeah, play on Live Local Friday. Oh, so, yeah, that was yeah, when Sean was on the yep. on the boards. Mm-hmm. And that. Mark, yeah. that's crazy how you, you yeah. walk in here and you see all lot, lot uh, mic lines running everywhere from the studio all the way in <laughs> to the, the oh, lobby. Man. So take it back in time, man. So how did it all start? Was it then? Did you guys start before that or? Uh, well, yeah, I think the full group manifested like right then and there. Like that was 2014. And mm-hmm. I remember that's when the the first first album uh, forwards ever was printed. So oh, like we're all yeah, yeah. waving it around, you know, like we're very proud of, you know, where we were at. And, you know, it did make the iTunes charts too, like about yes, like top 10, mm-hmm. top 10. And, uh, you know, that was the start of it because that, that was our original music like out there, you know, available for everybody. So we were excited about it. And, yeah, but I think and before it cool. that it was yeah. JC moving from yeah. Hawaii back to Guam. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Then, like yeah, 2012, then. I think, yeah. moved from Hawaii, met a small girl. <laughs> Found out we were gonna have a baby. Moved yeah. here, met Freddie, cause uh, what you call Maribel's best friend was his sister in school. So we linked up. He was playing with Matala before back then. Yep. And that's Dang. where it started. This is all yeah. going way back in time, cause yep. I mean we we've yeah. sat down with Jose and you know we talked a bit about Matala too. How far mm-hmm. back does the band go? Cause you're talking about being the second performance on Live Local Fridays. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. So that I didn't know. But so. Mm-hmm. Previously to that, I, I guess what JC's talking about, two years before that, that's when the writing process was happening. Yeah. Mm. Uh, before anything was like cut on record. And then finally in 2014, that's when we recorded everything. We recorded drums and everything here with um, with our group, you know, with the, the older group. And then after that, that's when we, we even explored Hawaii together too, 2013. Did a couple of shows, right? Yeah, that was, that was we went out for yeah. my uncle's wedding. Yeah, we went and out got for a couple JC's. shows out there. Yep, and um, it was really cool to kind of, uh, and even for for myself, you know, to come and collab with JC, it was really fun to like just write music. I never thought writing music was like a thing yet, you know, and it was fresh, so it was a good start to things, you know. It would be. Yeah. Uh, where did you guys start on your whole uh, 
musical background because I mean I, I'm pretty sure a lot of us don't go in it, it just like I'm, I'm gonna partner up with someone and we're gonna yeah. start writing music and shooting it out there so mm-hmm. I want to know a bit more about your uh, your backgrounds how you guys really started individually oh I started in Hawaii I was basically raised there since I was five and started playing music I was about 17 or after high school played backyard parties uh, graduations, weddings, didn't take it serious that that much, you know, just all cover band, playing some sublime and tribal scenes, and <laughs> slightly <laughs> stupid, you know, covers. everybody's favorites, covers. Yeah. Covers. and so then uh, broke off mm-hmm. from that because I wanted to start writing my own stuff, and I broke off and went to a band called Omega Station, and I broke off from that. They didn't keep that going. And I started Rudical Rhythm. And I was with Rudical Rhythm from 2004 to 2011. Nice. So I've been playing music since then nice. in Hawaii. And then I met All this right, guy so in Guam. Freddie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta call it because whenever I mm. hear Four Piece, I always just heard Freddie Four Piece. Mm. All right. Uh, yep. <laughs> so I, I, I'm so interested in getting to know your guys' story. So let's let's get on to you, Freddie. Um, well, my story started when, uh, you know, I, I've been playing you know, when I was a kid. I was jamming with my dad, and he got me interested in drums. Then from then, um, just fast forward into um, to high school, you know, I was, I was playing in pit bands, you know, musicals and stuff, and a jazz band. Then when I went into college, I was still in the jazz band for another couple of years. And then that's when I was jamming with my middle band, him for the tortured Matala. Mm-hmm. I was playing with them for a while. And then I formed a reggae band called Table for Five. And we played the club circuit f- for a while, for okay, years, okay, okay. for a couple of years. And it was pretty hot. <clears throat> and then after that, that then pretty much uh, fast forwarded into meeting JC. You know, it all like kind of like came together when... um. Uh, I wanted. Uh, I was teaching full time at Mount Carmel at the time, oh, and hey. then uh, and then I moved to DOE, and all all through it, like we were writing four piece music, and um, it, it motivated me to like keep moving forward. I'm glad that you know I met JC, and you know we started four piece because this has been the most consistent thing, <laughs> like <laughs> musically, you know what I mean. And I've always wanted something like that, and. I'm happy it happened, but that that's just a brief history overview history of right. you know what what I went through. You know what I mean to to get here wow. and touring. We've been touring for already four years, so that's like another the another experience. You know, oh my like God, we more have experience. celebrities in the studio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These guys like tour and stuff. It's, it's hard. You got to share the just stage work, with man. some of the biggest names yeah. in the reggae uh, in the reggae business. So oh, yeah. that, uh, if you look at it, you're like, yeah, these guys have gone. And when you talk about tour, I think you guys have really established that whole touring because we've seen bands from Gomp go to like one concert and then come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you guys like took a step further and be like, no, we're gonna actually tour. We're gonna actually go throughout the whole entire US of A. And I'm like, yo, these guys mm-hmm. are crazy. Cause seeing, I've, I've seen a list of tour from like, you know, big reggae bands. And now your list of tours looks exactly like those tours. So to, from, from day one, from the four piece, 
um, right from the beginning until now, I think you guys have gone way up to the sky. So that's something that's um, you should be proud of, and we're proud of that. And we're proud to know you guys are out there, you know, repping Guam and repping the music. Yeah, so. I think we're yes, proud yeah. to rep Guam more than anything. Yep. So, very yeah. humbled, man. This guy right here. Yeah, we got Zach over here. Zach and Nata. Zach and Nata, man. <laughs> My bra. What's up? So, okay, well, how did you, how did you get into it, too? Uh, well, music was just a hobby at first. Um, it wasn't until like after high school I took it seriously like I realized you could actually do something with it mm-hmm. and then I think just over the years I met these guys actually I met Fred a while ago too in middle school at, when I was just learning how to play like drums and guitar so I think we have a similar uh, backstory there yeah, Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel, yeah. Yeah, Mount Carmel. It's very musical, good environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think three of you are yeah. Mount Carmel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cam, Cam too. Oh, Cam yeah. Our guitarist is right. in Arizona right yeah. now. Yeah. Cam moved, Cam Kanata moved Cam to uh, Arizona, and he's staying out there, and he, um, he's working at Guitar Center, mm-hmm. and he's he goes on tour with us. And uh-huh. Guitar Center is like one of the places <clears> that musicians <throat> like to work at because they let you go on tour and then come mm-hmm. back and work for them. Your job's always going to be there. So... You know, with the Kanata boys from Umatic gone, and then we got two Santa Rita boys, mm-hmm. and then you got two again Heights boys, and me and my brother, and it's just been it's been working out. It's been good. And how did you get rallied all into this? Not Nick, uh, Chris. Chris it's, it's an interesting <laughs> story. Like, um, I think we have to credit Trench Fest on this one because mm-hmm. uh, my, my cousins and I we started an event together, and then um. I was tasked with hospitality and taking care of Josh Heinrichs and mm-hmm. Skill and John. Then Josh Heinrichs was like, hey, uh, can you take me to rehearsal? And I was like, yeah, where's it at? And he's like, it's at um, Roots Bar. And I was like, sure. And he was, I was like, uh, who's your band, dude? And he's like, four-piece band. And I was like, never heard of them because I just moved back from the right. States. Mm-hmm. I've been going to college. I've been out there for eight, nine years mm-hmm. in San Diego. And I just finished school, so I moved back. And then... Um, I went to their rehearsal and I was freaking blown away. I was sitting there like, holy cow, who the heck are these guys? And then rehearsal finished and then Trench Fest that weekend, three day banger, it was it was fun. And then that's how we met all you guys. Yeah, that was the best weekend. Yeah, it was uh, probably one of the most epic uh-huh. weekends. And then- From what Vic can remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah stuff that I can remember. It was <laughs> and then from there, Freddie came over to, um, to the house and uh, and he uh, came to pick up his check for four piece and he popped the question on me and my cousin John, you know, can you guys help us out? And at the time I had no idea. Like, he's like, I don't know anything about managing a band, Fred. And he's like, why don't you just give it a shot? Then two weeks later, we put together 15 shows and we were on the wow. road with um, the Expanders, mm-hmm. uh, Idle Vibes. Yeah. We did a few yeah. shows out in California and Rise we made a little run. Yeah. And from there we knew that it was possible, you know? and. Everything just took off from there. The connections, just us being out there, getting the hard work done. Like, I think our results came from that more than anything was just, you know, jumping off the cliff and learning how to fly. We didn't know what we were doing, but four years later, I think we got it pretty tied down, you know, how our operation is and the people that we work with now is is, is different. So I'm happy to be here. I, I've come to like love what I do and yeah, I didn't know. I had no idea, but I think we've done some pretty cool things together, I guess. 
Yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I flash back to 2015 when you brought it up because oh, even House Hashem, yeah. House Hashem, we were playing with House Hashem too. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, yeah. I didn't have a keyboard stand. We used the trash can. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's cool. They used that for the keyboard. And it's ironic because we were Sorry actually thinking about that though. Yeah. Monkey, like Mana stuff. Like Love we it. went to Mauna Kea and we yeah, went we to Kilauea and we were there in Hiloan. And we met those. We went. We actually went there with House Hashem and. It, it was a big movement back then and then to see it still going right now it's like wow you know wow. so yeah it's pretty it's been a while and so that's why it's exciting to come in here and talk to you guys about this next tour it's a journey man yeah for yeah. sure it's crazy so let's let's talk a little bit about uh the tour coming up uh when where are you guys going how long is it gonna be where is it gonna be I we start on um, September 9th in Portland and it's a nationwide tour so we have uh, three weeks on the west coast nine days off from Salt Lake City to Texas and then we pick back up in um, House of Blues in Dallas Whoa. and then we finish out three and a half weeks on the east coast and then the ironic part about it like the thing that we keep thinking about it is uh tour ends in madison wisconsin in november it's gonna be cold in wisconsin in, in november it's no gonna doubt be a and good bonding yeah. moment <laughs> well, we, we got four years on the road together we're all used to each other we know like um we it's, know what they like. it's pretty crazy because none of us really drink yeah so like we call it roadie friday which is the last show of the week no matter what day it is so if the last show of the week's on a wednesday mm -hmm. we're drinking on wednesday but mm -hmm. if we have five days in a row mm -hmm. you won't catch any of us drinking it's all it's it's work to us mm -hmm. we're serious about nice. it after mm -hmm. the set we pack up our stuff we go home we get rest because we got to drive and play the next day in a different city so um, usually we work from wednesday to sunday non-stop because wow. we can't really play on Monday and Tuesday the crowd's not going to come out you know yeah. in Seattle on a Monday yeah. so we play from Wednesday to Sunday and we don't waste time it's like bing bang bing and so it's it's work and we, we've come to love it and we've come to like know that this is for us I mean these guys what do you guys got to say about that uh, nationwide it's long it yeah. feels like years when we go but uh, it's a blessing you know and to do it with the friends again, the homeboys, Ayaterra. Yeah, big ups Ayaterra. Yeah, big ups Ayaterra. Yeah. They just released a new album too. Go get it. Mm. And uh, I don't know, I'm kind of nervous and I'm not because I don't like the cold. I can't <laughs> run. Like I'm an island boy. I can't yeah. handle the cold. I don't ever wear shoes. <laughs> but I think for this one, yeah, I'm going to wear boots. <laughs> Raincoat, two jackets, <laughs> beanies. So I gotta get prepared on that. C coming from experience too, like um, you know, we, there's a lot of these shows that we've played already too. A lot of these venues, so you know what I mean. Like some some of these things that we're seeing on this national tour is familiar, you know. But and then the other things we haven't seen are like you know a little bit of upgrades too, of like bigger stages too. So yeah, the rooms those definitely. Are cool. We're, we're moving from small dive bars, yeah. from the opening band spot yeah. into direct support, and then these now you know thanks to our boys at Terra, these are yeah. thousand cap rooms, fifteen hundred cap wow. rooms. So like there's a lot of legendary places that we're playing on this next tour, like the Catalyst in mm -hmm. Santa Cruz. That's a thousand cap room, and that's like a hallmark of reggae. Like if you play the Catalyst, it's something, and then. Uh, the Troubadour in, um, in West Hollywood. Hollywood. That's where James Taylor, 
Elton John, Holland Oates, Billy all those Joel. guys, yeah. they yeah. Billy Joel, they all play there. Man. And so it's like sometimes we have to pinch ourselves. Where are we right now? Where are we right now? Yeah, it's 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 insane. So one, two, three, crash. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing the stage that you know yeah. some of the greatest has you know has played on and, and entertained and did music on. I think that is crazy. Like yeah. you're just yeah. Freddie on your drum and you're on your keys. You're like, yo, so so it's here, bro. <laughs> We're here. I, I think know. the craziest oh. moment for us was I mean we played Cali Roots this last May. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was and uh, and Cali Roots is like the Super Bowl of reggae. Mm-hmm. Like it's the best event. Like just family wise, like the level of talent that mm-hmm. comes in that place and. So we opened up the show at 11 a.m. and we had about like, I think what, 500, 600 people come out and check us out at 11 a.m. We were wow. we were overwhelmed. At we 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. Like, you know, like we're just waking up. Yeah. 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 Well, mom usually don't come yeah. in until yeah. like you know, 12 p.m. And there's a there's a it, we were on live stream and we had a lot of our friends and family from Guam watching the live stream and yeah. and it was cool just to like be a part of that event and actually play it as four piece band and I think. Um, well, the moment for me that took the cake was when JC went up with Diaterra and the bowl. And the bowl is like really special because Jimi Hendrix smashed his guitar and burned it on the stage. Whoa. Yeah, oh. so it's like when you go up there and you're like looking, <laughs> you know, and I was yeah. like, she, she's looking at 20,000 people and That's you're looking people. out, you're like, wow. So I don't know, tell them how about that. How was that feeling feel? though? It's the best feeling in the world, like. I was just nervous, you know, in the beginning. So I was shaking, so I had to put on my shades. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's happening. But just the feeling, you know, the energy. Mm -hmm. Everybody was there. Nobody was on their phone and, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Googling around. And everybody was just... Because everyone's on Google when they're on the phone to the concert. Yeah. What is this? They were there. They were there for the show. And that's what it's about. Time now for Rapid Fire. All right, so it's about that uh, time of the podcast where we do Rapid Fire. Just quick questions, quick, simple questions. We throw it out. You just answer uh, who can answer uh, at the time. So I'm just going to go ahead and start. All right, go for it. All right. Um, favorite uh, Marley brother, go. Um, Damien. 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 Steven. Oh, I love Steven. He's like, I had him to go against the grain a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, man. Uh, Your favorite fiesta food? Red rice, Kelleguin, Sparabs. Down the line. Barbecue chicken, red rice, potato salad. Uh, Pork belly. Golan Sunni. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Golan Sunni. Yeah. That's good too. Yeah. That's good. It's actually a rapid answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> favorite or the great, the, um, your favorite place that you've ever played at? Cali Roots. Roots. Um, trying to remember that place in Portland. Portland? <laughs> yeah, what's that one? Uh, the big, it was like 1500 cap. I don't remember the name. That's a venue, right? Rosemont? Yes. Oh, Rosemont. Rosemont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosemont Theater. That's a good place. Nice. All right, let's get back into the podcast. That was cool. All right, so um, let's talk. um, Of course, we've learned about Four Piece, you know, your touring back end, you know, the experience. Now we have to talk about the future because there's a lot more, uh, you know, um, that's in store um, that Four Piece has got. So let's go talk about it. Let's start with an album because, of course, we've heard. Um, was your last album 
forwards ever? Ironically, uh, uh, on July 27th, so. uh, a year ago, we yes. dropped Always Love. Always Love. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And so that was good for us because um, we're part of the Root Fire Cooperative, mm -hmm. which is a nonprofit organization for artists by artists. So it's ran by this amazing guy named Reed Foster, and he handpicked us and believed in us and believed in the music and the vision. And Reed put us on and he released the record and um what did we do we we um we placed number six on the billboard charts and we placed number five on itunes top 10 for nice. reggae so i mean the results from that were pretty amazing and so the new record you tell them about the new record what's going on new record yeah well we released fly up as a single mm -hmm. and it's going to be on the album coming in Coming out when? We're gonna do February. February. So our first single that we got is dropping August 31st, right before we head on tour with Diatero. So that's this guy, Massive and Crew, should be coming out. And then um, tell them about um, Hawaii and where we're recording now. Well, we're gonna be recording at uh, Pana Studio. That's uh, with Leslie Kahala Records? No, uh, Live Animal. And Live Animal. Yeah. That's in... Uh, the end of this month, mm -hmm. gonna head out there, do a week with him, try to get it done, and it was just, what else we got? You know, Angel um, Full of Grace? Oh, we got, <laughs> yeah, all well, the, the heart speaking over and over again, Massive and Crew, um, Remedy, so that's a couple of tracks, and then just a few more that we just, the band needs to get together and, um, you know, just make it official. So what they were trying to say yeah. is we're tracking the record <laughs> for one week in Hawaii and um, we're working with Live Animal, which is like Jay, Jay said, is um, Les from J-Bug, his drummer, oh, the, green, nice. the Green Boys, and, um, and then Pana. Um, Pana's been putting out freaking hit after hit. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, Utu Bang Bang, all of that oh, stuff is all bang bang. his, dude. And so <laughs> every time you hear it, pretty much the top five songs, 10 songs in Hawaii, the, their Come top 10 is coming out of that studio. So I'm stoked to be working with him. He's just doing work nonstop. Working with any genre, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's doing a lot of stuff. So um, we brought him out to Cali Roots because nice. he made fly up and he, he he closed the set out with us and he drummed the last song oh it's dope yeah so he was on with us and then we ended up like catching a good vibe with those guys that weekend and so now it's you know coming to fruition with all of us being ready to work with each other like where we all are in our, in our lives and where we all are in reggae i think that you know what you i feel like we're gonna pick up the pick up the armor and and defend reggae for the rest of our lives and with these with the new boys that we work with and the new opportunities that we have like i think this next album is going to be pretty awesome like i'm excited as their manager because i'm sitting back and watching you know it's like watching my boys grow up yeah. right it's like jeez <laughs> doing big things and continue yeah, it's like awesome you know, things we just we're not we're not cocky island boys we just try to be super humble crushing silence like mm -hmm. we don't really like tell anyone what we do mm -hmm. we just do it do it yeah, and that's that's like something that we all have in common and that's why having this guy on board zachary like was amazing because you know from what i knew these guys would just tell me about me zach can have to do this guy is amazing and then yeah. i had to witness it for myself mm -hmm. and then as soon as i saw zach crushing five string bass and singing harms i was there with my jaw to the floor like 
I know. <laughs> Holy cow. This boy can go from bass to yeah, exactly. And I didn't know that he DJs too. So yeah. I'm like, whoa, yeah. yeah. nope. I forgot I DJ yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know until CJ was like, Dude, you should see Zach. Uh, you know, uh, scratching it up on the ones and twos. I'm like, no way, Zach. He's just like, you, you gotta see it. Hey, I was like, what? Keys, bass, everything. A lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no more free time now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I wanted to know, uh, you know, we touched bases on how you guys started and how the touring's been, the album, but I also want to know a bit, I want to dig deeper uh, personally into the band. Uh, you know, there's a lot of testosterone in the room right now. Damn it! <laughs> I am. I'm trying to. You're you know, fighting with your estrogen. Exactly. But um, you know, seeing that you guys have been together for a good while, for a good amount of time, and uh, you know, from what we can catch right now, it's it's been really good with you guys so far. Has there ever been a moment while you guys are together where you're kind of like, dude, I don't know if I if I could really keep up with this anymore, or you know, uh, how how has it been for you guys so far? Like. Constantly be on the being on the road together for touring and you know spending so much time together. Yeah, well, few words, well, friend. <laughs> well, um, of course, you know we're we're human beings. You know we're we're gonna miss our families being away for that amount of time, and we're gonna question like, are the sacrifice, are the sacrifices worth it? And especially since it's been already four going on five years, you know, whenever you've done something for a long time, you're gonna start to question a few things. But once uh, it's always the same thing. Once we're on that stage, once we're feeling the vibes of the people, once uh, people are coming to us after the show and like, you know, like just these little moments, these holy moments with the people, like they they make us want to do this forever, you know. So that it's it's all worth it in the end. Like think, thinking about it is one thing and doubting, but when when we realize what we've worked for and what it's amounted to like then we start to um you know appreciate it more so we do go through those times but it's oh we always overcome it you know we always improvise it you know what i mean like into you know figuring out that i mean being being confident in what we're doing so you know, i think zach yeah. would be a good person to answer yeah. that because he just completed his last that his the last yeah. tour that we did was his fir first tour with us and his second tour out the gate into the United, into the U.S. playing music. So, how do you feel? Like, do you ever feel like you're doing the right thing, or did you find something that you weren't looking for there? No, it's uh, it's always just an experience for me. Uh, seeing how you guys work together so far, you know, that's more than enough for me. It should be more than enough for. You know, if we're all hungry, then I see it. So, actually, I'm not going to question it. So, it's actually pretty good so far. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about, um, uh, let's talk, so you guys talk about experience. And I, and I know through your music, like, everything is all about experience, all about the piece, all about. Let's talk about uh, Fly Up real quick. Uh, Fly Up, the, the single that's out right now, it's on uh, pretty much all the platforms, all yes. Spotify. It's, uh, there's a music video, too. I just yes. watched it last night, and I just got to say, good job on the music video. Thank awesome. You. Like, this is yeah. the first time I've seen Freddie, like, flex. I'm like, yo. <laughs> 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 uh, who is this? Yes. What happened, Fred? Where's <laughs> <laughs> Freddie back, bro? Yeah, I think it was the roots of the rebellion. Time. I just made it crazy, bro. 
So let's talk about Fly App real quick, man, because it's out there. People are listening to it, of course. Uh, the numbers are good. Uh, of course, it's started. It's also building up as we're talking right now. So yes. let's talk about Fly App, the, the writing process, and, and everything. Uh, uh, basically, it's about the my upbringing and uh, Freddie's upbringing, which was I was born in uh, Cali but raised in Hawaii. I lived in Kalihi, like mostly like the ghetto, rugged mm-hmm. side. Bloods and Crips and whatnot, mm-hmm. like taking control of every corner, telling you can't walk through here, blah blah blah. But uh, just grateful of where I'm at right now. And uh, if it wasn't for that, I I wouldn't be here. And there's gonna be more music like that where we're just talking about our life and experiences, mm-hmm. like you said, upbringings. We all different. We all come from a different place, raised differently, mm-hmm. and um, I'm just stoked to share it to everyone and put the islands on the map. And we got some ideas, and we're, we're all we got a lot of talent out here, mm-hmm. and we just need to step it up and don't be afraid to share it. And people don't like it, just keep going. Don't stop ever. And uh, yeah, the music video just came out yesterday. Go check that out. I'm really stoked on that. And uh, it's just, I was blessed to work with Pana on that one, on track. He said that to me maybe like a couple months ago before we went on tour and that was my motivation. I was just thinking about the past and how we all started 2012, how it was like. Went through a lot of different lineups in the band. But we're still here and we're flying up together. Right on. And <laughs> that. It's all love. Always love. Fly up, man. Go yeah, check it out. Um, is there anything crazy that you guys have experienced while touring at all these oh different locations? Yeah. yeah. Aside yeah. from winter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? Sheesh. Well, like, yeah. We, we... Rockies? Uh, depends. Like, uh, I mean, remember Acid Boy that jumped on our van in Boise and broke the windshield? Oh, mm-hmm. what? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was one of them. And we tried to chase him down, and he got oh. tasered. Then he got tasered by the cops. Oh! oh. Then he dogs the cops for yeah. like 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, we were at this uh, bar called The Reef in Boise, and um, it was with Fortunate Youth and Ayatero, Josh Heinrichs, and mm-hmm. I remember Josh was in the mood that night because it was Mother's Day, and he was missing his family, and so mm-hmm. Josh had a little breakdown on stage that night, and I've never seen a, a kink in that guy's armor mm-hmm. like that, and then this guy like punched this chick and then fortunately you stopped the show then they jumped down they're like hey get that guy out of here then the merch booth was downstairs and so the guy came down and then acid boy they meet up and then he takes a full swing at this guy and he does like the matrix like dodges the punch then he rolls up then he runs and then he jumps on top of our van and he starts dancing and then here i am i'm like Get down off my van. Get down off my van. <laughs> and then he jumps and he smashes the windshield. Oh, I was like, so man. then I jumped over the barrier and I started chasing him in the middle of the street in Boise. I was like, come here, dude. Damn. And then the cops came and then they got him and they tasered him. That was one really crazy one. Um, Even in Colorado, first time I saw hail, like the size of tennis balls. Ooh. And we're just looking at our rental van like, yep. holy oh. God, please, please, please. We've yeah, we driven through snow. We drove through the Rockies. I mean... We down, we broke down, down, down a couple times. Me yeah. and Cam fixed the car at like uh, <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. Whoa, we had, we're with, um, on Craigslist. Yep. Like, oh, Pretty much, we FaceTime our boy on 
Uh, FaceTime one of our boys that's a mechanic and me and Cam fixed the van in Barstow, like right outside Vegas. We've had some crazy, some crazy experiences, but ultimately like, um, I mean, we have one flat tire and one breakdown after 10 tours, right? I I'd the say, line, the yeah. Rockies? Yeah, the we Rockies. Around, pulled over yep. like three times, yeah. four times. Yeah, I got, I, <laughs> I passed the DUI test with flying game. colors. Like, <laughs> 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 it's not Wednesday yeah. yet. I'm good. <laughs> I got busted for weed in Idaho. It was like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they passed so all out the van, made the freaking uh, so cold in the car. We're freezing too. The smell was so potent. We rolled down the window and said, all right, guys, I smell it. <laughs> right when we... Like, I'm not even going to try to yeah, lie right now. It was freezing cold. Man. My yeah, spine was like frozen that time. <laughs> I remember that. There's there's too many to count. But I think the, the good times override the crazy times for sure. Yeah. And we've been lucky enough or, you know, blessed enough to not have anything happen to us. Like, And I think that's a result of us always being you know, focused on the goal. Like we don't have lapses in judgment because mm -hmm. we're inebriated or intoxicated with alcohol and making wrong decisions. I think we all, you know, have a focus and the boys were, were pretty were pretty detailed when it comes to that and they were good head on all the shoulders. I can't complain as a manager, these guys impress me every night, you know, and so watching them grow from four years to now to the band we've become and it's um it's going somewhere and this last tour i think was the one where it started to feel like it for all of us right yeah cali roots yeah sugar shack Cali's. sessions coming up i'm not sure if you're familiar with sugar shack but oh, they are i know that yeah they have a good uh it's, following it's, on it's a huge yeah. platform Crazy. Soon, and uh, and it's the one that pretty much catapults all the reggae bands into the spotlight and so oh, um we have three coming out from cali roots and then uh when we make our way over to florida in october we have uh, one session with them and we're gonna knock out four tracks so mm -hmm. you're gonna see a lot more presence from us on YouTube and that was actually JC made the music video give him good credit he did an awesome job and um, it was just like a footage from Saipan and from Guam that we had and we're like hey let's put out something and let's try it out and sure enough like we got a good reaction we broke the internet last night mm -hmm. we tore down Instagram and the music video was we woke up to like 50 comments we're like whoa what happened Nice. So it's it's awesome. Thanks for having us. Like, yes. mm -hmm. you guys so much for coming by. And before we wrap it up, is there anything else that you would like to add? Any shout outs? Um, uh, shout yeah. out to my wife follow? Maribel, <laughs> Calibus, <laughs> Rootfire, Pana, Cam, Cam. We love you. We yep. love you, Cam. Dragon. Yep, the ineffable boys. Vince, Glenn, mm -hmm. ineffable. Thanks to my girlfriend Shade and my family and. You know they they support us too, or you know like and you know uh, for for years. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's expensive to do what we what we do, and um, to pour that much love on us and have faith in what we're doing means the world. You know what I mean? And it wouldn't be possible without them. Yep. And to our horn section, Vince and Glenn, you guys listening? We can't wait to see you guys and Cam coming back and put the unit back together and let's go crush this tour. Tickets are available on ayaterra.com and uh, fourpeacequam.com. There's a link there, it says tour, click on it. You can check out our full schedule and there's also a link to the tickets where you can purchase them. The West Coast will sell out on a lot of those cities just because the lineup looks great. And it's us, uh, Ayaterra than us, and then the Reese Brothers. The Reese Brothers are from the East Coast and they have a, a pretty big draw and it's two of them and they're, they loop like Jordan T and those guys. So it's amazing to watch that kind of musicianship go down and so on. Um, 
yeah, this next tour will be on the road starting September 9th in Portland. Then we make our way and we end in Madison, Wisconsin on November 3rd. So if you're on the East Coast, um, we haven't been out there to check you guys in quite some time. So we're looking forward to seeing you guys. And then um, we also got a call from Shabby yesterday. Shabby! Uh, yeah, that's, that's some other things we need to bring up. You know, those guys, like, uh, we see you guys, man, keep crushing. There's a lot of Guam boys out there oh, yeah. that are out in San Diego making it, you know, you making it happen. Yep, yeah, boom. Mm-hmm. Jason J. Okay. Yep, um, Shabby, Nate, Nate Titano. Nate, yep. Yep, um, those guys, Nate Titano plays uh, drums for Sammy J. John. And, like, he's very crushing. Right? Oh, yeah, yep. Ross dude, yeah. Ross dude. So there's a there's a yeah. bunch of Guam boys out there. The 56 Hope boys, they always mm-hmm. uh, show up. Uh, we actually sold out San Diego on nice. this last on this last tour. Nice. So I mean, that's a good you know testament to where we stand in the states. Is like uh, we spent four years out there, and and our market and our fans are starting to come. And for us, we're just some boys. We're some village kids from Guam. Mm-hmm. So when we when that kind of stuff happens, we're just standing there like. Uh, Yo, guys, Hi. guys. It's <laughs> so weird, but it's, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Go ahead, Yeah. What? <laughs> Shout out, Prim. Oh, 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 oh. Shout out to you, Matt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, before we wrap it up, we always close out with three questions. So, first, uh, individually, one word to describe yourselves. And then, as a group, I'd like like to hear uh, one word to describe the whole band. So we'll start with Chris. One word to describe myself: determined. Nice. That's it. Confident. Focus. Man, you took my word. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at my answers, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on the focus, uh, focus train. Okay, then as yeah. a group, what would one word to describe the band? Money. Money. Freddie looks like he's got an idea. Oh, you're next. I was going down the line. <laughs> I can't. Um, one word. It's tough. For the band. Describe the best. Yes, mm-hmm. one word. Organic. Mm. Persistent. Versatile. Nice. Speaking of organic, we're about to break 10K. 150 followers. Mm-hmm. Get out and press that follow button. Go, get it. Get it. Nice. All right, guys, and last but not least, what is one thing you have to do before your time is up? Not here in studio, because we've gotten that question yeah. a couple of times, <laughs> but I know, man. Because I think I have a lot to do That can't be done in one word. And I'm not to say it like um, our mission, and our mission has always been for Four Piece, was to make Guam proud and to put the yes. islands on the map. Like, we know that, you know, besides the casuals and maybe DUB, like, we're the only band from Guam that's been touring, mm-hmm. like, non-stop and maybe Pia Mia I mean give it to her she's like at the top of the chart but I mean then you got us you know and so I think that it's bigger than us it's for the future generations to come if we blaze this trail Mm -hmm. and we open these doors everyone comes in after us and so that's always been our vision is to leave our mark on not only reggae but for the islands as well trailblazer one word it doesn't have to be one word just one thing you have to do before your time is the same way Paving the way for the next generation. Um, doing it for the islands for sure. Make music. Make music. Yeah. That's our job. I tell them that all the time. But music's the standard, you know. Yeah. So yeah, keep an eye out, man. We're we're doing it for you guys, and we love the support, and we're overwhelmed by it. And we'll see you guys on tour. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Chris, JC. 
Freddie and Zach, thank you guys for stopping by. And of course, uh, people out there, go follow them and just uh, continue to follow their awesome uh, music um, tour and everything that they're um, doing, which is always awesome. Thank you guys so much. And that pretty much concludes another edition of It's a Hang, Hang thing. thing. We'll catch you guys at the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.